We can rise to the occasion. We can build this nation moving forward. All that we need, visionary leadership, people who love their people, people who love the citizens, people who love the country, and then we can rise. We can fly again. Hope Restoration Ministries, restoring hope to our world. Welcome to our broadcast. Enjoy. You know, people are saying, what a beautiful wife. When I have her. Hello, give me water there. Are you good? Are you ready for the word? Praise the name of Jesus. For the benefit of those, praise the name, for the benefit of those who are joining us for the first time, we are in a month where we are talking about the kingdom warrior. A kingdom warrior. Kingdom warrior, that is what we are talking about. Praise the name of Jesus. And we mentioned to you that kingdom warrior, it is someone who decisively stands, you know, for Christ and his truth in the face of opposition. Okay? And we even said anyone who is militant and persistent about defending our faith as the enemy is about destroying it. So we are raising kingdom warriors this morning. Praise the name of Jesus. But this morning, I want to talk to you under this topic, let the giants fall. Let the giants fall. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, here are your people. Here am I, I'm standing before them. Some of them are joining us online. Speak to us. Change us. In Jesus' name, amen. Let the giants fall. You will all agree with me when I say we are all faced with giants in our lives. Giants of different sizes. Some are big, some are small, some are visible, some are not visible. But these giants are there. These giants have established themselves among us. They live with us. Are you with me? And some of them, we know them. And some of them, we don't know them. But we can see their impact in this nation. Giants are not just illusion or some illusion of your imagination or something you dream about. Listen to me, giants are real and they do exist. It is a fact that many of us right now, even in this place, we are facing giants of different sizes coming to us in a different way and these giants are tormenting us both in the area of the body, in the area of our souls, in the area of our spirit, some of us financially, psychologically, these giants, they continue to torment us. Some of us, we can't even sleep at night. You are trying to sleep, but there is this thing that continues to torment you. There is this demon, this giant continues to torment you. Some of you, you are working so hard, but at the end of the day, you don't understand why you are in debt, why you can't get out of debt, because there are these giants that continue to torment you. 
you try your best, but your children, you know, it's like there's this thing that it is troubling them. Listen to me. We call those things giants. You try by your own strength to fight them. How many of you have been saying, I've been trying, you know, to get rid of this thing. I've been trying, you know, to deal with this addiction. Let me tell you, it is not just addiction. These things are giants. They, they are established in our lives. They are established in our system. They are established in our community. But I declare this morning, let the giant fall in the name of Jesus. They are going to fall. Whatever the giant that might be tormenting you, I pray and I believe they will fall in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Now, giants are real, Bazalwane, but, but they do fall. Did you hear what I said? Maybe this is a statement for somebody. Giants are real, but they do fall. Maybe somebody needs to grab this. Your giants are not giants to God. Did you hear what I said? Can I say that again? Your giants are not giants to God. The way ants appear to you, small and fragile, that is how giants appear to God. Do you ever realize that ants, they are so small and fragile, and that's how they appear to us? And I want you to know that the giants that we are facing they are also appearing like that before God. There might be giants to you. Oh, am I speaking to somebody? There might be giants to you, but when it comes to God, they are nothing. They are just like ants. They are small. They, they are fragile. He can remove them just like that in the name of Jesus. If you believe that, just say, let the giant fall. I know you are wondering, what giants, pastor, are you talking about? I'm glad you have asked that question. Listen to me. If you are writing down, a giant is anything that opposes the will of God in your life. Anything that opposes the will of God in your life, it is a giant. Are you with me? And then number two, anything that is stubbornly evil and refuses to back off, that is a giant. This thing is so stubborn. Are you with me? Look at me. Look at me. This thing is so stubborn. It's so evil. We have been trying to fight it. But it does not move. You know what is it? It is a giant. Number three, anything that seeks dominance and attention more than God in your lives. Anything that seeks dominance, the thing that wants to rule you. You want to sleep, but there is this thing that says, wake up and do me. That thing is a giant. You know what is it? You know the thing that you cannot go on without it. You cannot sleep until you find this thing. That thing that wants to take dominance in your life, it's a giant. Anything that torments you, it's a giant. Anything that threatens the future of your children, it's a giant. Did you hear what I said? Anything that you can trace in your family that threatens the future of your children, it can be in the nation. What threatens the future of our children? You know corruption in Africa is one giant that threatens the future of our children. We have children who are not born yet, but already they are in a debt that has been created by their fathers and the leaders who are existing right now. 
It's a giant. Anything that deters us from our service for God is a giant. The thing that makes you not to worship God or serve God is a giant. Anything that drains us of our driving passion for God, that is a giant. You remember how passionate you used to be. How passionate you used to be. But today you'd rather be at home than to be at church. That thing is a giant. Giants represent anything which is opposed to God. Anything that opposes God in your life is a giant. Here are the examples of the giants that I strongly believe they must fall. These are big. I've selected the, the big ones. The list goes up to 20, but I don't have time to, 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 to put all of them. But I've just taken the pillars. I I'm believing God, even when we pray tomorrow morning, 6 o'clock, I'll be praying about these giants. We're going to pray, you know, and uh, to take these giants uh, in the morning tomorrow. And, but for today, let me give you the first one. Ancestral worship. This giant continued to elevate itself. Let me tell you, when our churches were closed, were closed, the altar of God was not saved during that time in this country. And the altars of the devil were saved. While we were busy, you know, fighting the church or not even praying at home, there were people who were saving their altars. How do I know? After COVID, did you realize how many sangomas? How many wish doctors? Children, but at the age of 10. Children at the age of 15, South Africa has produced more sangomas or more gogos, you know, in just two years compared to all these years ever. We have more sangomas in a life, in a history of South Africa like never before. Our children at school, they have been disturbed in a class. Now a lesson must stop because now this person, we are in a serious challenge. And this giant is hiding under the name culture. The moment you begin to speak about it, they are telling you it's our culture as black people. Let me tell you, it's not our culture. It's not our culture. It's not. It's not. It's not our culture. You know, those days, people, you know, they wanted to reach out to God. By nature, African people, they respect. They knew that we cannot just approach God just like that. So they wanted, they, they, they thought the best way of consulting God, you must via through those who are no more. But the Bible solved that problem. Jesus came. He said, I am the way. You don't have to via through. And you know what they do? You know what they do? They, oh, now you are intro. You want us to worship a white man. You know, they want to, to, to attack that. No. Hallelujah. So we are, we are saying this ancestral worship. It's a big giant. 
Well, I'm not going to spend time. I'm not here to talk about that. I'm just saying to you, it has become a, a big giant. It has been fed, this giant, uh, during COVID. And then it is, it's so loud. It's louder and louder every day. And then here is another one, sexual immorality. You know, today we've got elderly men praying after young children. Children aged 10 in this country are falling pregnant. I mean, just last year, in a space of one year, Mam Taganelo will agree with me, over 90,000 children, aged 10 to 17, they fell pregnant in our schools. 90,000. We have a serious problem. It's a serious giant. Over 6,000 women just in the month of January to March were raped in this country. So you have a serious lust, you have a serious giant that is destroying our nation. I don't want to even talk about the, the giant of pornography. Big one. Big one. This one is so smart because you don't have to run after it. It actually comes to your comfort zone. You are able to access it through your cell phone, your computer, in your private space. It's a giant. And we access this giant. We are consumed by this giant. We come Sunday morning. We sit right here. We say amen. And the giant is looking at you and say, but uh, you're mine. I can't wait for you to come back now so that you can do me. Greed. Death. People, they've got plenty, but they can't stop creating debts. Poverty. It's a giant, especially in Africa, accompanied by the spirit of dependence and entitlement. Poverty is a spirit. I mean, in the past 27 years, we had only 1 million people depending on the grant. But intentionally, we grew that. In 27 years, we have now over 18 million people depending on the grant. Poverty is a giant. It's a spirit. It's a mindset. Stagnation is one of the giants. Lack of leadership is one of the giants, especially in the continent of Africa. Lawlessness is another giant, accompanied by the spirit of murder, theft, and rape. I don't have time for now to speak about this. I'm just highlighting some of the giants. I've not even talked about some personal giants. You know, depression is one of those giants. Greed is one of those giants. But for, for, for me, so that we can minister to you and begin to pray and break these giants, and Pastor Solimatumba actually is spot on. We did not speak, but he also gave us a scripture in the book of 1 Samuel chapter 17 about the story of David. The Bible says in verse 4, a champion named Goliath, who was from Gath, came out of the Philistine camp. Now, it begins to give the description of this man. It says his height was six cubits and a span. This guy was a huge guy. He was not a small boy. If you thought I was tall, I'm nothing. I mean, this guy, I'm standing here. He would be standing on the floor, but he would be still taller than me. 
and it was huge. And it was tormenting the children of Israel. And everybody was tormented. So verse 4 to verse 7 speaks about, you know, his qualities, what he had. Read that and then at home. Verse 8, the Bible says, Goliath stood and shouted to the ranks of Israel. Why do you come out and line up for battle? Am I not a Philistine? And are you not the servants of Saul? He was saying, you have lined up here for battle, but you are not fighting me. They were scared. This is how we feel even this morning. We look at these giants, it's like we are so scared. And then he goes on, he says, choose a man and have him come down to me. Praise the name of Jesus. If he's able to fight and kill me, listen to the challenge. If he's able to fight and kill me, we will become your subjects. Because it's always about dominance. Are you with me, Mr. Luan? And he says, but if I overcome him and kill him, you will become our subjects and serve us. This was not just David or whoever's fighting. He says, when I conquer him, whoever belongs to you, you and your children and everybody, you're going to become our subjects. Some of us, we have sold our families to these giants that we have allowed them to, to dominate us. You know why I'm so scared to mess up? It is because I've got children. I've got children. I'm so scared to do crazy things because sometimes you think you are doing this on your own. In your room alone consuming pornography yet you've got children when that thing get hold of you it's not just for you everybody is involved because here you are you have allowed this giant to dominate you and Goliath understood the principle of generations he didn't just want to fight David. He was concerned about owning them for the rest of their lives. That if, he, if I can kill him, it's a contract. If he signs it, whoever signs this contract, everybody's bound by it. Hey, my daughter, man, I'm warning you. Sometimes you get into things you don't know. Here you are, you are bringing your wife into this thing. You are bringing your children into this thing. Tomorrow you, you, you are wondering why your children are struggling with the very same thing that you used to struggle. It is because you have stepped into things and you brought them along. And then later on, the very same demons that used to torment you, they are tormenting your children. I don't know. Our, when my father died, I was one year, six months. But I'm told that Matebula Majaj escaped. I'm told that La. Woo. He was the man. I don't know him. But I found myself at the age of 17. I don't know him. Age of 18, la. 
didn't love them. They loved me. Where are we? I'm trying to help somebody on that one. So this child, he stood there. He said, fight me. Fight me. And in verse 9, he says, if, if he is able to fight me, and then we become your subject. Verse 10, then the Philistines said, this day I defy the armies of Israel. You see, the painful about the, 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 this child is that he is not just challenging us, but he is defying God. He's provoking God. So he stood there, he, he started shouting. But listen to what verse 40, 45 says. It says, David replied to the Philistine, you come to me with a sword, spear, and javelin, but I come to you in the name of the Lord of heaven's armies. The God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defied. And listen what he says. He says, today, the Lord will conquer you, Bamba. He says, today, not I will conquer you. He says, the Lord will conquer you and I will kill you. Can you see the difference here? It's the Lord who conquers your giant, but you still have a responsibility when, uh, to do what, Basalwane? To kill it. As much as the Lord is conquering your giant, you still have a responsibility, you know, to do what? To kill it. For the mere fact that he has, it has been conquered, it doesn't mean it is dead. Somebody has to do something about it. And he said, and cut off the head. Some of you, your giants have been conquered, but you have not killed them. You have not cut the head of the giants. And that is why they keep on tormenting you. They keep on coming and tormenting you because they are conquered in heaven. Christ died on the cross. He has overcome. But there are things that you still have to kill. There are things that you still have to confront. Am I speaking to somebody this morning? Am I speaking to somebody this morning? So the question will be, Pastor, how do I slay my giants? How do I slay the giants? I'm glad you have asked that question. Number one, I want you to take these points quickly. Number one, do you want to uh, fight your giant? Do you want to kill your giant? Number one, you need to show up for battle. Did you hear what I said? You need to show up for battle. The Bible says early in the morning, David left the flock in the care of a shepherd, loaded up and set out. You show up for battle. You need to show up. Your giants, they need you to show up. You cannot ignore them. You cannot depend on other people to kill your giants. It is your giant, my darling. It is your giant, sir. You need to show up and man up. 
or a woman up, whatever the English says. But at the end of the day, you need to stand up and face your giants. These are your giants that are facing you. You cannot just relax and say, this is how things they are. You need to go down on your knees, my girl. You need to go down on your knees, sir, and begin to cry out for your family. Cry out for your children. There are many people right here. You have already given up on your children. It's like you have accepted the status quo. The Lord says I must tell you it is time for you you know to fight for your children fight for your daughters fight for your marriage fight for your husband fight it is your giant that you are facing show up am I speaking to somebody number two here is something that you need to do be who God has made you to be father God I just want to break some spirits here some of you already, the devil is telling you, switch off. You are not even interested in what I'm talking, I'm talking about. I break that spirit now. The Lord wants to deliver you. Some of you already right now, you are getting angry. Let me tell you, it is not you who's getting angry. It's the devil in the name of Jesus. Are you listening to me, sir? Are you listening to me, sir? God has brought you here for a reason and if you miss this opportunity, you're going to miss God in your life. I don't know who you are, but don't allow the devil right now to play with your mind, to allow your pride, to deal with your problem. If you're going to allow your pride and your arrogance as I'm preaching, you're going to lose what, is, what God has brought for you. You're going to lose what God you know, has put inside of you because of your pride and your arrogance. I just sense the Lord wanted me to say that. I said, number one, you need, to show, you need to show up. Number two, be who God has made you to be. Did you hear what I'm saying? This is how you're going to destroy or slay your giants. Now, what is happening in the scripture here? The Bible says, then Saul dressed David in his own garment. He put a coat of armor on him and a bronze helmet on his head. Hallelujah. Now this guy, the giant is here. He doesn't fight the giant. He takes the armor. He's giving it to David. He says, face this man with this armor. And you're going to conquer him. And I'm asking myself, if you trust this armor, why can't you take this armor yourself and go to the battlefield and fight the giant and the Bible says David refused he literally refused listen what he says he says I cannot go in this because I am not used to them so he took them off listen to me you need to be who God has made you to be you will never take down your giant by trying to be somebody else. There are people in this life that will try to give you things. The things that did not work for them. But they are saying use them. But yet this thing did not help them. And I, with respect, with respect, I will say this. And I have said this in my family before. My grandmother was a Sangoma. My grandmother was a Sangoma. There were Sangomas in my family. Even my mother, she had a spirit. You know, you're going to find your twice. But here's the question that I always ask them. With respect, I said, really, 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 if you think this thing works, 
Why is it not working for you? People are coming in here. You are saying you're going to make them rich. But we are poor. You want to give people something that has not worked for you. And you are saying, I'm going to make you rich. Are you rich? Are you rich? If it's not working for you, it's not going to work for them. Refuse to take things that has not worked for people in the name of Jesus. Be who God has made you to be. Be who God has made you to be. Start with me and say, let the giants fall. Let the giants fall. In the name of Jesus. White folks are taking the country, they are taking the land. They are educated, they are becoming scientists. Our children, they want to become Sangomas. They don't want to go to school, they just want to become Mbogogo. I don't care you can say whatever you want to say I don't believe it still does not make sense we have been worshipping our gods but we keep on becoming poor and poor the world is getting civilized and we are still behind this thing is not working for us look at Dubai look at Dubai they don't worship ancestors but they've developed their country Look at the continent of Africa. I'm telling you, you go to Nigeria today. You go to Ghana. You go to Zimbabwe. You go to Ma, uh, uh, Zimbabwe. It's worse. And you've got people now who has made Mugabe an ancestor. How do you pray that type of an ancestor? Who has tormented you? He has left nothing in the country. We say he's an ancestor. Shame. What is it that he has done? The whole of continent... Study the whole of continent. It is Rwanda now. Rwanda is coming up. Because this guy now is realizing, you know what? <laughs> we need to be smart here. You don't pray for things. You create your world. You kill your own giants. If you want to have a better life, you must work. You must be smart. Don't just depend on prayer. Don't just pray. You know, it's amazing that we've got many Christians in Africa, Nigeria, South Africa, this country. We are told 85% is Christians. But look at the corruption. Look at the murder. Look at all the theft, the crime in the country that says it's Christian. I'm talking about the giants that must fall. Identify number three, you need to identify that giant. Do you want to kill the giant? You need to identify that giant. Hallelujah. I said number one, you do what you show up. Be who God has made you to be. Number three, identify that giant. Listen what the Bible says. David spoke to the men who were standing by him. What will be done for the man who kills this Philistine? He identified, they call him a Philistine. So you need to identify. You cannot kill what you don't know. It is your role to identify what is it that is killing you, my dear. What is it that is dealing with, destroying your life? You must identify. You see, I have identified. When I came to the Lord, my pastor asked me and said, what is your problem? I told my pastor two things. And then I said, alcohol, I'm stale. I used to love I'm stale. When it's green and cold, oh my Jesus, with that, with that, with that cap, a gold, oh Lord, when it, it's hot, I'm stale. I said, Pastor Amstel, and second problem. <laughs> Those two things. I identified them. I said, that's my problem. I didn't know that I've taken from my father that I don't know. He did not kill that giant. 
And I was suffering from this. My sister's here. I'm not lying. She's here. She knows. She will always say, ah, it's another girl. It's another. But since I came to the Lord, 30 years ago, I can stand here without fear. I can stand here without fear and to say for the past 32 years, I only know one woman. It is because I have identified my child. Identify. What is it that is killing you? What is it? Number four, when you have identified that, you need to minimize your giant. Did you hear what I said? You must minimize your giant. Listen to what he says, this young man, in the very same verse, verse 26. He says, for who is this uncircumcised Philistine? Praise the name of Jesus. He says, who is this uncircumcised, what? Philistine. You know what he's doing? He's minimizing this giant. He says, you are so big, but I'm going to minimize you. He says, who is this uncircumcised Philistine? That is what you need to do. Minimize. Don't look at your giant and think this giant is big. Listen to what he says. He says, who is this uncircumcised Philistine that he has taunted and defied the armies of the living God? Can you see how he's minimizing him? He says he has defied the army. He does not say the army of the Lord. He says he has defied the armies, plural. He says the armies of the Lord. So he's saying you are so small compared to God's armies. Minimize your giant. Look at your giant. Look at your mountain and say my God is bigger than you. My God is bigger than you, mountain. You, Zerubbabel, you are just nothing in the eyes of the Lord. You, mountain, you are just like an ant in the eyes of the Lord. Minimize. I love this boy. He goes further. He scans his trouser or his armor. Look at his eyes. They see beyond. He goes in. He realizes, oh, even down there you have not circumcised. It is him who's telling us that he was not circumcised. He scanned him. So, oh, you don't even have a covenant with the Lord. Because circumcision on that day, it was the covenant. He was saying, we have the covenant with God. And you don't have a covenant with God. You know, sometimes you need to look at the giant and say, you uncircumcised Philistine. You look at the giant and say, today you're going to fall. You don't have a covenant with God. Am I speaking to somebody this morning? Let the giant, let the giant. And then number five, you need to spiritualize your battle. After minimizing, you need to spiritualize your battle. The Bible says we are not fighting a physical battle. It is the spiritual war. Are you with me? Don't ever think that whatever you are fighting, it's a physical battle. It's not a physical battle, man. It is a spiritual battle. It is manifested in the physical world. Now, David says, you come to me with sword, spear, and javelin. But listen to what it says. It says, but I come to you in the name of the Lord of heaven's armies, the God of the armies of Israel, 
whom you have defied. This is not a physical battle, my dear. It is a spiritual. Take your war into the spiritual realm. When Goliath was coming to David physically, David realized that physically I'm not going to beat this guy. You know, I'd rather take this battle from physical world into the spiritual world. Let me tell you, when you don't understand what is happening with your children, your children, you don't understand what is happening with your finances. You don't understand what is happening with your addiction. You don't don't understand what is happening you find yourself more into this pornography this is not a physical battle my boy take this battle and begin to take it to another level and say oh god this is not just an ordinary battle it's a it's a spiritual one and you begin to do that number six you run to the battlefield the bible says david ran to the battlefield and number seven you root kill your giant what you do, you target the head of this giant. You target the head. That is what the Bible says. Then David reached into his bag, took out a stone, and slung it, striking the Philistine on the forehead. The stone sank in his forehead. Listen, he fell, not backwards, but face down. On the ground. The scientists, they can't even explain this. Scientists can't explain this. If you hit somebody here with a stone, scientifically, he must fall backwards. But because it was an anointing of God, it was the power of God, it was the spiritual warfare. It was God who was involved in that battlefield. It was not even the power of David. As a young boy and as a teenager, he could not kill a giant like that, you know, with just a stone. But I know on that day when he released that stone, he said, you come to me with a javelin. You come to me with the armor. But I come to you in the name of, the, of Jesus. I come to you in the name of God of Israel. When he released that stone you know what happened the spirit of god gave acceleration to that stone hit the man here and the spirit of god pulled him forward so that they would realize that it was not a man's thing it was the god's work and listen to me some of you that's what you have done the giant fell you celebrated too early the giant was conquered, but he celebrated too early. David goes closer. He takes the sword. Lima He takes the sword of the giant. Praise the name of Jesus. The very same thing that was meant to kill you. The very design, the weapon that were designed to kill you. I pray that there will be a turnaround this morning. The very same weapon. You're going to take them. You're going to use them to kill the same giant. The Bible says he took the sword. Listen to me. He did not cut the legs. He did not cut the hands. Because the problem is in the head. The problem is in the root cause. He cut off. He cut off. Let the giant, let the giant fall. As I said, 
Your giants are real. But they are nothing in the presence of the Lord. The giants are real. But they do fall. Stand on your feet. My time does not allow me. Liba shaka talababa. Ah, Jesus. Ah, Jesus. Rama shaka talababa. Let the giants fall right now. Let the giants fall right now. Let them fall. Come on, intercessors. Come on, intercessors. Let's pray. There are some giants here. There are some giants. Nobody moves out. Nobody goes out. Nobody goes out. Nobody goes out. There are some giants that must fall right now. You are here and you are here in the plan of God. Rama Shakata. Hey, come on. Keep on praying. 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 Let them fall. Let them fall. The giant of pornography is falling right now. The giant of poverty is falling right now. The giant of adultery is falling right now. The giant of addiction is falling right now. The giant of depression is falling right now. The giant of greed is falling right now. The giant of lust is falling right now. Let it fall, 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 let it fall. Hallelujah. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power yes. in the name of Jesus. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We believe there is power in the name of Jesus. To those of you at home, we are watching at home, there is power. Right now in your bedroom, right now in your dining room. I can sense the power of Jesus right here. But listen, before we, we kill the giant, it must be conquered first. That is why I'm going to ask you to pray this prayer with me. Raise your right hand. Close your eyes and pray this prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, come to my heart. Be a Lord and the Savior of my life. Devil, from today, you will never, ever rule my life. My life belongs to Jesus. Jesus alone. Thank you, Lord. Amen and amen. It is conquered now in heaven. When you've got Jesus, when you have Jesus in your heart, it's conquered. Now, you need to kill it. It's conquered. But you have a responsibility to kill it. How do you do that? You need to show up in the battlefield. That is the battlefield. The question is, are you going to show up and face a giant? Identify it. We're going to involve the spiritual realm now. I want to call you. What is your giant? Is it pornography? Addiction? What is it? Lust? Sex? What is it? I don't know what is it. Greed. You know it. You know it, sir. You know what is your giant. You know it, man. 
Now, I want you, because I don't have much time, I want you to take your belongings, take your handbag, take your Bible, and be brave. I stand against that intimidation right now. You're going to fight this giant. If you want to bring it, young people, young people, pornography is your biggest giant. By the way, even women now, we have been told, they are consuming pornography in big numbers. It used to be men, but women are doing the very same thing. We're going to break it right now in the name of Jesus. It is you who knows your giant. Are you going to show up? Come, wherever you are. Let's kill this child. Come, come stand right now. Don't look at the, some, somebody next to you. You don't know what they are going through. You don't know what they are. God bless you, sir. Come. It's time today. Come. Come. God bless you as you come. God bless you. God bless you. Come. Come. What are you waiting for? 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 I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. There's still more. There is still more. There's still more. There is still more. Come on, church. Come on, church. Come on, church. Encourage them. Encourage them. There's still more. There's still more. They are coming. There's still more. They are coming. In the name of Jesus, it's coming down this time. And begin to raise your hand. Raise your hand. Start praying. Start praying. This is the time. Start praying. Start praying. Start praying. Start praying, start praying in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. Hold on. Don't play games. Are you hearing me? Don't play games. You're going to leave this place. You'll find your giant waiting for you, my brother. And you miss this opportunity to fight your giant. I still sense in my spirit there's still few coming. There's still few still must come. I'm waiting for you. I'm waiting for you. I'm waiting for you. Thank you, sir. I'm waiting for you. I'm waiting. Hallelujah. Thank you, ma'am, for coming. Another one. Are you here? I want to save your soul, my girl. I want to save your soul. Young men, young men, I want to save your soul. God wants to save your soul. Leave us shakatalama. Rima shakatalama. May the grace and the favor of God be upon you. In Jesus' name, amen. If you want to leave this place, leave this place. We want to pray with these ones. Take time with them and kill these giants in the name of Jesus. God bless you. The rest you can leave while we are preparing for another service. Let's pray. Elders.